You're listening to the Black Girls with Purpose podcast, where we talk about faith, friendships, and feature boss women from the Black Girls with Purpose community. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and CEO of Black Girls with Purpose. On this week's episode, we're talking to Destiny Arrivabor, the founder of Destiny Unveiled. Destiny Unveiled's mission is to help women identify misconceptions and veils that have hindered them from walking in freedom, purpose, and destiny. They accomplish this mission through media, community service, events, and testimonies. Um, so my name is Destiny Arrivabor, and I was actually born in, uh, in Nigeria. Uh, my mom actually had me, I, I stayed there for three months, three months we moved back to America, but the situation is that my mom was actually deported. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why they named me Destiny was pretty much because no matter the circumstance of surrounding my birth, they believed that God had a plan anyway. Mm-hmm. And so three months later, we moved back to America, and my parents would always tell me, spend your life figuring out why the meaning behind your name. Mm-hmm. So behind why we named you Destiny, spend your Spend your life mm-hmm. asking God, like, why am I here? Yeah. And so that has really been the motivator for me and all that I've done. So I, I did go to University of Houston, um, and I thought I was going to go and be a doctor, but mm-hmm. God had other plans. Yeah. I think within my first year in college, I knew that the field of medicine, like being a doctor, was just not for me. Mm-hmm. But I've always loved healthcare. Being an actual doctor was just not my passion mm-hmm. anymore. And so while the University of Houston... The Lord allowed me and my friends to, um, and I don't think it's elevator. I'm like, doing more. But uh, we started a ministry. It was called Women of the Word. Mm-hmm. And that really started to move my heart in a way that I never knew that I had for women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that University of was that kind of like that, that foundation mm-hmm. ground for me to really move into like really wanting to see women walk in freedom. And mm-hmm. come from my own story. Like I've dealt with a lot of just pain and issues with, with self-esteem mm-hmm. and identity and insecurities um, and unworthiness. And so from that place, God really just started doing a lot in my heart. And I left Houston, went to UNC Health Science Center, and I got my master's in public health. And also, get my master's, that's another story, but I thought that getting my master's was going to help me find the freedom that I needed, and it wasn't. And mm-hmm. God had other plans for me. Also, coming back to Dallas, and that is the place where he actually started speaking to me about um, Jesse and Bell and uh, where I am now. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not Okay, <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what, like, what work do you do now? So, what I, my 9 to 5 life school is mm-hmm. I work in healthcare marketing. Okay. Um, and God has actually been using my job literally to help refine when it comes to public speaking and learning how to plan events mm-hmm. uh, with Jesse and Bell, which is really cool. God can use anything. So I do healthcare marketing and I pretty much help to grow physicians, uh, the provider offices. Okay. To grow their panel. Okay, cool. Um, so how have you seen, because it was last year, right, that you found it, I mean, that you started Destiny Unveiled? 2016. So we we were incorporated March of 2016. Okay. And we launched July of 2016. So yeah, I guess it'll be about like it'll be two years in March. Which is crazy. <laughs> I know. Very. <laughs> How have you seen even in just because you know I feel like in God's eyes that's a short amount of time, even though to us it's like mm-hmm. wow, two years. Um, how have you seen yeah. God work through Destiny Unveiled in this short amount of time that he's given it to you? Gosh, in so, so many ways. I mean, I want to first start with me. Because I think sometimes with ministry, it's easy to just preach at people and mm-hmm. it never affects ourselves. And that's something that I struggled with in college where mm-hmm. I did ministry, but it never it never fully touched because mm-hmm. I always want to help people, but I didn't receive it for myself, mm-hmm. so I struggled after doing the ministry. And one thing I said, God spoke to me first, like, do it for me, let this be a message that I'm, I'm either living out or walking in, mm-hmm. um, and actually honest about it. And so for me, God has really been stretching me in 
the relationship vulnerability. I'm not the most vulnerable person, even though it's like mm. Jesse and Bell. Yeah. And I sometimes struggle with that. And so God has been doing that with me where I'm more dependent on my friendships and, and people in my life and my family and saying, yeah. hey, I'm struggling with this area versus kind of having this facade of perfection. Yeah. Um, and so it's going first for me and then I'm seeing it in other people where I'll get messages. And I don't, you know, when you're doing a ministry or organization or building something, like it's so, mm-hmm. you're so passionate about it. Yeah. You forget, like people actually reading it, right? Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> and, uh, it, you know, you can just kind of get in the middle and forget that. And so I'll get messages or things that are that I that are on my heart to share mm. that people say, Oh my God, I really needed this and so mm. I've seen God literally like allow other women to see the things that we put out there and it helped their own journeys and stories, whether it's mm. something they share publicly or it's something that they'll just send me a private message and say, Thank you so much for sharing yeah. this. I needed to post today. Yeah. So just really seeing God start moving in women's lives and walking in freedom and what does it mean to, to be unveiled and what does it mean to share your story, but still share it where it's not like you're sharing every single thing with everyone. Yeah. But even if it's just a personal one-to-one relationship or friendship outside of social media, yeah. just seeing God move in women's lives, it has just been, it's been amazing. Yeah. It's been so amazing. Yeah. Awesome. I think um, you hit on something that I didn't think about too. I mean, that's so true where it's like, you're, you're doing it. And that's the difference also when you're called to something where you're like, I'm doing this cause God told me to do this. Like if people are blessed, yeah. cool. but like, that's not, you're not even sent. Like you, I don't feel like you're necessarily striving. Like, Oh, I, I hope, you know, of course as Christians, we want people to be blessed by what we do, but we're doing again, we're moving more so out of obedience to Christ and like, Oh, I hope someone, you know, shares this post or I hope they really like this or I hope they you know whatever and then like you said you get that message and you're like oh wait other people see this too okay yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's just like okay cool like um just a short like caveat just about my uh, about the conference and it was it was it was awesome it was it really was but it was it was like by the end I owed more than anything like in terms of money like I had to pay still like I, I was <laughs> I had to do some side and this is after the event is done with like I'm still like okay uh let me do a couple more does like let me do this flyer design for this person and let me do some extra web website work for this person to cover the cost um and I told people I was like y'all I was gonna cancel this thing so many times and not from a oh my gosh that's so like why would you say that? But I was just like, I just need y'all to know, like, everything that glitters isn't gold. I want y'all to be like, oh, my gosh, hashtag goals. Like, she did a conference. No, listen. Like, I told God, you know what, Jesus? People don't even really know about it yet. So if we cancel it, like, it'll be cool. It's just going to be between me and you. I said, and he kept having me tell more and more people. And I was like, okay. Um, I said, but I knew I was supposed to do it. And you know, I, I, I pray that people would be blessed, of course, but I was just like, Lord, I, I can't afford not to do this because I, I told him last year when I um, had my son, I was like, I can't, my desire to be comfortable and like live in the safe space of my life is not worth risking your, your best for me. Like, I don't want your average. I want your best. And so I'm not trying to deal with the consequences of taking the safe route. And so, you know, like with the conference, it's like, okay, Lord, we don't have the money for it. Well, okay. It wasn't your money to begin with. So, you know, if, if this is my conference, then I'm gonna pay for it. And literally we just paid off the rest of the, our balance like last week. But God was like, you had it when you needed it. And and it came from sources that we weren't expecting. And so somebody came up and they were like, thank you so much for listening to God and doing this. Like even just one of the girls, she said she struggled with suicide the same way I did when she was, um, even, I think even now, like just within her being in college. And she was saying, she was like, I felt like this conference was made for me. And she said, I wrote in my journal, you know, this is the day, November 11, 2017, like that everything is changing. And so God was like, that's the kind of impact, you know? And lit- and that's what I love about him is that he's such a personal God where 
it could have literally just been her, her for her he's like listen rachel needs yeah. a word of encouragement so we gonna do a conference it's like wait lord what can, can i just call her he's like no 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 we need to do a conference and you just and he did the same thing i broke i broke my toe earlier this year and i was i was a little salty because it was like a week after my son was born and i'm like lord i can't hold my baby da, 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 da. and I, the place where i had to get a cast from um a lady was in there and she was like Ooh, these people in here. Like she was working. She was like, Ooh, these people in here. I said, I'm praying for you. Or she said, no, she walked by and she said, pray for me. I said, oh, okay. I said, what do you need prayer for? And so she was like, oh. And so she shared with me. And then we prayed like right there in her job, like in the, in the front lobby. And she was like, wow, you know, thank you so much. I really needed that. And I'm like, Lord loves this woman so much that he broke my toe so I could be in here to give her a word of encouragement. And I'm like, that's how personal he is. And I real, and we're on the giving end of that, but we're also on the receiving end too. Yeah, and so that's yeah. why it's just so important to like walk in obedience. Um, Cause we never know who's on the other side of it. Never know. That's real girl. Especially conferences. And it, I, I can only imagine the intensity and just girl. It's a lot. Yes. But like you said, it's, it's the impact and never knowing like that person could be on the brink of something negative yeah. and, and it literally changing their lives. Yeah. So, yeah. That's dope. Um, so what made you decide to get Destiny Unveiled set up as an, a nonprofit as opposed to just keeping it as an online movement? As, especially in the age where everybody has a blog and everybody has a vlog and yeah. all this other stuff. Like, I'm, that's such a good question because I, you know, I, I've had a lot of blogs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I've always loved writing, but even in college, you know, back in like, and I think I'm a little bit older than you, but mm-hmm. I went to university in 2004, but I think I had like a blog in 2007. Okay. Um, like blog spot and stuff. And yeah. I've always just loved writing. I don't think I'm just the best writer, but I've always enjoyed writing. Yeah. So it would make sense to kind of, you know, for me to have something, oh, just online. But yeah. I think I've, I also love service. And mm-hmm. since high school, I've always loved just being in the community and just giving back in any way. Mm-hmm. And I knew that the reason, I, and it's funny because when I even set up as a nonprofit, I didn't really know everything of what I felt the Lord was calling me mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe kind of like inklings and stuff because he doesn't always give us the whole picture. Yeah. But I, I as I've just been growing, I'm like, oh my God, there's so much that we can do. Mm-hmm. Like with it being a 501c3, yeah. you know, it's just when it comes to like the reach. So not just even, you know, online stuff and encouraging women in yeah. online or through scripture and stuff, but it's also like how can we serve um, homeless women, you know? Mm-hmm. And so before even Justin Bell, I was doing things at uh, Dallas Life as a homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. And it's just, as I was serving there, that's kind of when I was starting to build up Jesse and Bell. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, mm. you know, freedom is for all women, not yeah. just the women who are millennials or whatever, but it's for all of us, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was like, there's so much impact that we can do mm-hmm. when it comes to funds and getting donations, but give back to others yeah. in that way through Jesse and Bell. And so that's what, one of the reasons why I'm grateful that we are um, a 501c3 because our impact can reach beyond social media but it yeah. can reach the DSW community and beyond that's awesome so I feel like um, some people I feel like just start a nonprofit. like okay let's start a nonprofit. like that they just go to that immediately mm-hmm. you know they start and they're like it should be a nonprofit, and it's like calm down like do you have do you have a reason? Yeah. Do, you, do you know what? Yeah. The, and then also it's important because there's stuff, there's work with, with being a nonprofit too. And there's the accountability of like, okay, yes, you got this grant, but now you have to come up with a report of how you use the funds and you need to talk to people on a quarterly basis and you have to have a board of directors and you got to blah, blah, blah. And so it's like, if you're not doing it for the right reason, you gonna be like, you know what? This is too much work. Uh, uh-uh, I'm about to, it's okay. I'll, exactly. I'll do something else. And, um, because with Black Girls of Purpose, a lot of us, a lot of people think we're a nonprofit, and we're not. We're actually a for-profit um, business corporation. I don't know, whatever you want, movement. I, I'm like, Lord, I'm not into titles, so we're, we are what we are. Whatever We are whatever you say we are. I love it. <laughs> but um, I just, I was like, 
but should we be? And he was like, no, like not everybody has to. And and then I think as a woman of faith too, I was like, Lord, is this okay? Like, it's just a regular like business, like a corporate business. He was like, yes, it's fine. But what it's crazy because what he did with us is that he's put us in contact with a lot of nonprofits that want to do work with us. And so they're able to get grants basically to pay for our programming. And God was like, he was like, a grant is paying for it. It's just not a grant that you had to apply for, which I was like, you know what, Lord, I thank you for that. Because, you know, I, like you said, I, I feel like I'm, I do feel like I'm a really good writer and I can write a book, but you want me to write a grant? Like, wait, hold up. I don't, um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I love that. Like that's so real too because that's funny. Um, it's like a side note, but I had been praying too. Like that I I've never thought of myself as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. like ever. And my dad is like entrepreneurial mindset, like he is has so many businesses mm-hmm. and just is just a business man, but I never have thought of myself in that way ever. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't up until like maybe a few months ago and I was like, I really kind of want to you know, because I, I finally don't want to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do what I'm mm-hmm. doing forever when it comes to my nine to five. Yeah. Because I have so many passions. And I was like, what? Like, how could I do, start a business? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. even with Jesse and like, eventually, like, will it always be nonprofit? Will it just be one segment? Yeah. Having all these different ideas, but I might need to pick your brain a little bit more, too, just because. Yeah, for sure. So I think I always felt, too, that I had to do nonprofit. It, it should be a nonprofit, but mm-hmm. as I've been kind of like perusing some of these other like business websites for Christian women or just mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, there might be some things that I need to really look into as yeah. well. So, yeah, definitely. that's really good what you said. And I think that, um, you know, it's just, I that, and again, it just brings me, I just love God so much because He's like, y'all all have different stories like don't feel like oh what well, my sister is doing you know my sister in Christ she's doing this so I gotta I guess I gotta do that and he's like no he's like because if you're doing the same thing she's doing then one of y'all is irrelevant you know if y'all are both doing the same work then that's not that's not a thing so I'm like okay you're right let me just chill stay in my lane and then also seeing that by staying in your, your lane like you're able to provide a perspective to your sister that she might not have had if y'all are in the same space you know Exactly. I love that. Um, so on your website, you share how um, out of our deepest pain comes purpose. And so for me, mm-hmm. that looked like, like I shared uh, earlier, that looked like suicidal thoughts as a teen. And, and, and it led to me writing my book, which led to us starting an organization. Um, how has God brought about purpose through your pain? That's so good. So. You're good at what you do, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, you know, a lot of my, so my journey has been, you know, grew up in a Nigerian household, and I didn't really cry a lot growing mm-hmm. up. I just, I think everything was just within, mm-hmm. right? And um, <clears throat> I get to college, and I'm busting out the scenes. I'm like, what mm-hmm. is going on? So, <laughs> And I didn't realize I struggled so much with worthiness mm-hmm. and um, and unworthiness and struggled with just self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that I had been trying to dance to everybody soon. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really understand who I was. And so I get to college and it's just a huge world. And I started to be a chameleon. So whatever group was doing whatever, that's who I became. Mm-hmm. And. I, I graduated college, and I tell people, I, I came into college semi-confident, so I was 18, and I felt like I knew who I was, you know, um, mm-hmm. and then I left at the age of 21, 22, and I was extremely broken, like, mm-hmm. literally, if you ask me, what do you like to do, I didn't even know what to say, like, because mm-hmm. I had been doing everybody, what everyone was doing, mm-hmm. so I knew what everyone else liked, but yeah. I didn't really understand what it was to be like, you know, yeah. and so I literally felt like I was outside of myself. Um, and so, moved back, moved back to, to Dallas, mm-hmm. and that's literally when I felt like God began to do a work in my heart. Yeah. And uh, one of a friend that I met in, in Dallas, she was like, "Who are you?" And mm-hmm. she said it. She kind of said it in a rude way. Yeah. But I needed like that challenge. Yeah. It pushed me to ask God, like, "Who am I? Mm-hmm. Who am I?" Yeah. And uh, so one Saturday morning, literally, I was just probably, I don't know, I was in bed doing something on my laptop, and this word uncovered came to my heart, mm-hmm. and I defined it, it means to, to expose. 
exposed to bring to light to, to unveil. That's a synonymous term. Mm-hmm. And and so I knew in that moment that God was like, I brought you to Dallas to unveil you, mm-hmm. to really uncover who Destiny is. And so in some of my deep, deepest pain, because Dallas is kind of when God really just started to bring everything to light. Mm-hmm. And in just this refining season that he's still doing, he just began to show me, like, who, this is who you are. Yeah. First of all, this is who I am. Know mm-hmm. me, then you know you. Mm-hmm. And just showing me who he is, and then he started to show me who I am. So this is these are small things. I really like, you know, like, I love to write, and I yeah. love to read. You know what I mean? I enjoy yeah. reading books. You know, small things that he began to show me, like, mm-hmm. this is who you are. And then bigger than that is when it comes to just women and freedom and ministry. Like, God mm-hmm. starts showing me, like, I'm doing this in you, not just for you, but yeah. it's for other women coming, whether they're in front of you, beside you, or behind you. You know, like, this is not just for you. And so in this in this really painful process, especially in 2010, 2012, God began to show me purpose. Like, yeah. it, it, there's more to come, even though you feel like there's, even though you feel nothingness, there's more to come in this place, so. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times you have to get broken down until, yeah. and he's like, okay, cool. now give me the pieces. You know, you, you've tried it, and it's funny, because that's kind of like my testimony, but it re- relates specifically to a relationship that I had, or thought I had. Mm-hmm. So I was dating, mm-hmm. uh, see, I can't, I, I, it's funny, I tell people everybody before my husband is, was an interaction, so I say, I don't say I was dating, I just say I was interacting with this, so I was interacting with this guy, and I thought he was my mm-hmm. husband, which I was like, I feel like most, I feel like a lot of times you go into a relationship like, this is my husband, Lord, because otherwise you're saying, if, it, if yeah. you're not saying that, then you're saying that it's going to end, and like, that's pessimistic, yeah. so interacting with this guy and I was like Lord this is my husband and I'm excited and so God was you know God never told me that but I was like yes he's and then he was a Christian too don't let him be a Christian because you like yes Lord this is okay. in your will so it was like Christmas break and I call or he called me and he was like hey Bree and I was like hey Miles like what's up I was like he calling me on Christmas break he think about me da, da, da. And so he was like, I'm thinking about asking this girl to be my girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's about to ask me to be his girlfriend. And I was like, oh, like, because I, I thought we were being cute. So I was like, oh, what's her name? And he was like, Callie. I was like, oh, my name is oh, wow. Bree. What the? Oh, okay. And I had to play it off so I was like, oh, well, you could, uh, he was asking me for advice on how to ask her to be his girlfriend. And so I'm like, oh, well, you mm-hmm. can, like, give her flowers or, um, you could, uh, uh you could, uh, uh, give her, like, candy. And I'm really trying to keep it together. And so I hang up and God was like, are you ready now? He was like, you keep yeah. looking to your relationships with friends and your relationships with guys to validate you and to provide you with your identity and he that was actually our our theme for the conference was the chosen ones and god was literally like i've already chosen you i've said that you're royalty but you keep being out here with these peasants and like you're an eagle but you're hanging out with pigeons because you don't believe what i'm telling you to believe and so i was like i was like lord you know i was like i'm done i'm done with the i'm done getting anything less than your best and you know I am gonna look only to you to provide me with my identity and it changed everything and it's so crazy too because I literally met my husband like the next semester that's crazy but we didn't start dating to the next year because I was like "Uh uh-uh I'm focused on Jesus this is a distraction (laughs) and I prayed I was like Lord if this is my husband like let me know and he's like it's him and I was like no I'm not ready we're it's me and you like till the end and he was like no nah, it's okay you can actually handle it now so oh, oh, here you go. so yeah um how has if at all how has the initial vision of destiny unveiled changed and i i guess i know that initially it was just like a name you were like okay so what does that look like but you know mm-hmm. I, I know that as black girls of purpose has evolved initially it was just a book and then I was like, let's do workshops. And I'm like, okay. Mm. And then he was like, 
let's do a conference. And I'm like, okay. And now he, he's getting us connected with different organizations and we're doing stuff like on their campuses. And so, you know, having had those moments where God has like, even just in this short amount of time, God's like, and you're going to do this. I know you just thought you were going to do this, but here's another thing. Yeah. Gosh, I feel like it keeps changing and yeah. evolving. Uh, I think I think it's just been evolving, if I yeah. can say that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, the mission is to um, help women identify veils and misconceptions, and the misconception is a lie mm-hmm. that have hindered women from walking in freedom, purpose, and destiny. Mm-hmm. And the aim is through, you know, through... Um, media, social media, through events, through stories, well, stories, testimonies, um, but I, I think from that, God is showing, okay, these are the different ways that that can happen, mm-hmm. um, so kind of like the same thing, like different partnerships that have been coming up together, but even, you know, part of that is actually men, which is so interesting, mm. but, you know, it's for women, but one thing that I'm so big on is, like, unity, yeah. and I see how sometimes, like, with women's ministries, and even just talking to guys, too, it could be so siloed where it's like, it's just us women, yeah. but I know, like, there's there's so much power in when, whether it's a man, like, hey, like, I love what you guys are doing, yeah. or a brother's like, oh, like, you have things for guys, and for guys, it's like, I just want to be there to support, Yeah, I, I've kind of seen God, like, move the needle a little bit, and mm-hmm. so we've kind of had interactions with, like, some men's ministries mm-hmm. in Dallas, where mm-hmm. it's called Two or More is one of the organizations, mm-hmm. and they're strictly for guys, but we've kind of had times where we've, you know, talked through some things, mm-hmm. and so just really seeing how God can, how God is, yes, keeping it for women, mm-hmm. but, like, making it broader where, like, the last event that we had, we actually invited guys to come, mm-hmm. um, just okay. because when I think about freedom for a woman in any avenue, I think a, a man is sometimes a a part of the pain, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that can be a father figure, it can be um, a boyfriend, an ex, yeah. whatever. Like, uh, men sometimes, women, you know, women and men, we just, there's a, that clash. So I was like, yeah. man, what could happen if God can see, okay, yes, it's for women, but like, I want to, I want to like, push my sisters to like, yeah. walk in freedom, or, you know, hearing, hearing the, someone's pain because something that maybe a man could have caused, mm-hmm. like, you know what, I didn't even know you know, kind of like the whole Me Too campaign. Yeah. I've talked to guys, too, who, who said, man, like in college, I did some really bad things, yeah. right? And so I, I, my vision is still the same for women, but it's yeah. evolved where I'm like, Lord, how can we make sure that we're incorporating our brothers in, yeah. in anything that you're allowing us to do just that we can walk in freedom together, you yeah. know? And they see when they see their sisters walking in freedom, like it literally changes everything. Because I think... I think some men have a bad taste for women's ministry, not yeah. understanding, like, you don't even get it. Like, yeah. if, if you see a woman walking in freedom, yeah. you know, like, it changes the dynamic of a yeah. lot of different things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. So, and like, yeah, I, I feel I, like that. Go ahead. I was going to say, I love what you said about, like, even them viewing the us as their sisters and then understanding, too, it's like, by by us being free like do you know the impact that can have i mean we're, we're, that means that we're yeah. having better better and i'm saying we as like a unit like if i am in walking in freedom that's baggage i'm not bringing into our marriage or even if you know you're my mm-hmm. biological brother that stuff i'm not bringing into our family um you think about even for older men like for them to see like wow this is these are the kinds of things my daughters are struggling with um yeah how can i how can i do everything I can on my end to make sure that, you know, when she, when she is this person's age, she doesn't have that same testimony of like, wow, I, you know, I wasn't sure that my dad even loved me. And then even for that conviction too, you know, especially you get these younger guys who maybe they've had a kid and they're not active in their lives. Like by leaving one of y'all's events, you know, they're like, no, I'm going to be active in her life. Like, I don't want that to be a part of her testimony. I want her to understand that, you know, she can walk in freedom. I want her to understand that, she should have high self-esteem and that she, you know, I see her in the same way that, that God sees her. I see her as a jewel in his crown. Like I want her to know that she is worthy. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. But it's funny. Yeah. So I, uh, one of my mentors, she's like really big on, um, like Greek and Hebrew. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, she's just a beast. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like you know, it. things I never really under, understood. I was like Hebrew, Greek, the Torah, what? You know, just <laughs> difficult. You know, cause yeah. my mindset was obviously 
I didn't know. And yeah. so the more I learned, I was like, oh my God, now I get it. Yeah. And so she would always say like, you know, you multi- you replicate who you are, mm. you know? And so the beauty of a woman walking in freedom, it's mm. like, it, it changes. And she's married, so she yeah. always kind of talks about it in, in marriage. And she's yeah. like, man, like, you reproduce who you are. Not yeah. what you know, but who you are. And so when you're free, like, it changes the dynamic with your husband, yeah. with your children, with your with your sisters in Christ, and who you encounter on the job. Yeah. So it changes everything. Like, your responses and your reactions are different. And so yeah. she was like, that's why it's so important for you to really go to God. Yeah. Like, God should be your number one. Because there's a reason why God said, seek me first. Yeah. <laughs> and all these other things. Yeah. But when we seek each other first, um, and that's not really freedom, but seeking him first, like, it affects everything. Mm-hmm. And she was like, just... Try Jesus and yeah, see. And so I, I think that when when men, especially, and she's like, you know, all these women in, in the circle, they're all pretty much married, and so some, mm-hmm. a single woman would be a part of it. Yeah. And they would all testify, like, yes, like, knowing Jesus and my freedom has changed my husband. Yeah. And he's like, why are you not reacting the same way? Yeah. You know, why are you different? Yeah. And just knowing the power of, like, who we are as women, like, as they're connected on the Greek, which has helped me. Like, there's so much power in that mm-hmm. as a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and so a lot of times we have so much influence, like, over men just in general. Yeah. And we can use our influence to, we can use that power to influence or manipulate, you know. And yeah. so when we use that to influence, like, whether it's a brother in Christ, whether it's your dad or, or whoever, mm-hmm. like, it can change them for the better because they're seeing, like, healthy like it used in a healthy way versus being unhealthy. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I have like six more questions. Um, okay. So where do you, and you kind of answered a little bit of this, but um, where do you see the future of Destiny Unveiled going? Oh, that's a good question. Uh you know, I don't know in school. Because yeah. I'm like, God, what are you going to do? Exactly. Um, I don't, so I've just been so, okay, so I guess a part of it, and I don't know in school, but a part of it is, I love Lisa Turker. Like, yeah. she's just one of my heroes. I think that she, she does a, such a great job of leading people to more of Christ and not more of her. Mm. And I, I think that sometimes that is hard as a woman you know, leader or whatever, mm-hmm. because sometimes we can just get wrapped up in the person. Yeah. But, like, when I see her, I see God. Yeah. And um, lately I've been like, how does she run Proverbs 31? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, how does she do it without feeling threatened by yeah. other women? And so I, I looked at her website, and she has all these other speakers and leaders, yeah. you know, a part of P31. And I was like, I, I want to be a part of building the bridge for other women, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I've always been, I'm just a cheerleader of people. Even if I if I have a tinge of jealousy, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh, no, uh-uh, you better cheerlead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I think we're so much better together than yeah. we are separate. Yeah. And I would love, you know, in the future that God used Destiny and Veil to, like, be a bridge to other women, whether it's yeah. being a part of Destiny and Veil or being able to highlight a woman where, you know, something that she did that, you know, may have seemed small, like people are now knowing about this person. Yeah. And I, I just think that her ministry does such a great job because a lot of women who are part of P30, P31 have their, like, their own um, websites, they have their own ministry, yeah. their, their speak all around, so it's not just her. Yeah. And that would be, like, a huge, like, that would be such a great thing to see. Yeah. Like, it's not just me, but it's, like, other women who God can use through it. So I think that would be pretty, pretty profound. Yeah. Yeah. I love that too. And that's, that's what's been so cool about these features that we do is just like, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, it's creating a bridge and and first there will be someone who reads about Destiny Unveiled who's in Dallas and they're like, wait, this Mm -hmm. is, this is in my community. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Like, let me find out what they're doing. Let me, um, and like you said, I, I love, my dad was telling me this, which of course he was like, you need to make sure that people are pushing you too. But I was like, Lord, I was like, dad, I'm not. That sounds like my parents too. Girl, I was <laughs> like, daddy, I really appreciate that. But I push other people cause I have the faith that someone's going to push me, but I'm not focused on like, yes. well, who gonna, you know, who gonna be my cheerleader. And, and mm-hmm. uh, the, I feel like the scripture God has been, t- I feel like a scripture that backs that up. Um, 
is in um, Proverbs, and it talks about, you know, people tie it to money, but I, I think about just in general, like your talents and your resources. In Proverbs eleven twenty four, and it says, "Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything." So yeah. It's, so it's like I can't be so focused on like Lord, like if I, if I, you know, share her story or, or and I, I feel like especially now, sometimes we're in a place where we're like. Lord, she has a bigger following than I do. Like, what can I offer her? And God's like, mm-hmm. you don't know. You really don't know. Like, yeah. even with the with, my, with the conference, um, I invited. She's actually one of my old friends, but her name's Victoria Logan, and she's on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, Lord, she got this big old following. Like, and I and he was like, pay for her plane ticket, pay for this. I'm like, Lord, with what money? He was like, don't worry about that. Like, just do it. And so, you know, the flesh wants to be like, she got it. She probably could pay for her own. T- I can't. I can't pay for it. And even like her hotel room, all this stuff. But literally, God worked it out. Like my mom donated her miles and then my aunt had um like timeshare points she was able to use to get her this really nice hotel and so god was like you was worried about that you didn't have to spend anything on getting her here and um and even still like she she has a huge following online but this was her first live event that she'd actually spoken at wow and so she's cool yeah and so she said she came back from the trip and she had an email in her inbox for somebody inviting her to speak. She was like, I feel like wow. this is gonna open up so many doors for me. And I was and God was saying, like, that's why I wanted you to do that. Like you you had more experience in this area, though she seems like she's bigger in all these other things. Like this was something that you uh-huh. were able to provide for her. And so I think that, like you said, when you use your platform to build other people up, you have to just even if you don't though, like it's not even like you just trust that you know yours is coming. God has just shown me it doesn't even matter. Like, yeah, especially Hebrews eleven. I just think about the Faith Hall of Fame, and he was like, you know, they they did all this work for a promise that they didn't even see on this side of heaven. It's yeah. like I may not see it till I get to heaven. I may have like an awesome mansion, and God will be like, and this is what you did it for. And I'm like, well, okay, let me get my <laughs> okay, stuff and move inside. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I think especially in women's ministry, that's so important because everyone's like, well, I don't know, like, uh-uh, because I need, I'm marketing for her and I need those people to come to my event. And again, the thing that yeah. has kept me in those moments is understanding, like, we all have a different story and you and I have very similar hearts for women and, and, and you know, transparency and self-esteem and self-worth, but God's like, y'all can both talk at the same event and people will get completely different things from it. It's kind of like the Women of Purpose Conference. <laughs> Like yes. that conference was popping. I was like, yes, Lord, all of this black excellence. Like, but <laughs> the stuff that connected to me is probably different than what connected to you, you know? And it's like, okay, if, you, if only one person was at the event, even if it was just like, um, past the, was it Jada Edwards? Like mm-hmm. if she came and no one else came, it's like she, I loved her message, but somebody else needed the thing from Stacy flowers and somebody else needed the thing from Yvonne. And so it's like, God, again, it talks about, it's, it goes back to him meeting with us personally. And so he's like, you're going for my daughters over here and you're going for these daughters that are struggling with this. And when we see that it's, it's like he talks about in the Bible that we're all parts of the body and it's not like, okay, well, you can't say to the eye like, oh, I don't need you anymore. We all are, are, are helping um, each other in just like this kingdom building. And so when we stop looking at each other as threats and start looking at each other as like pieces of the body, like, oh, well, she's my hand. I kind of need my hand. Then... Um, I feel like that competitiveness just goes out the window easily. It does. Yes, girl. That's so good. Yeah. So, so good. Um, in your launch video, you talked about how vision doesn't always come in the timing that we expect, which is funny because you were like praying about that at the beginning. Um, <laughs> but what advice do you have for those who are fighting to be patient to get that thing that God has promised them? Oh, that's good. Um, so, yeah, so pretty much Destiny Vale, you know, God gave me inklings of things mm-hmm. back in 20, 2010 to 2012 was mm-hmm. when he just kind of started really putting things on my heart. Mm-hmm. And I even was going back to old journals and I was like, oh my God, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
God didn't allow anything to happen until 2016. Yeah. That's a long, that's, that's a while, yeah. you know, and something that um, I had to reconcile my heart was still be faithful, yeah. and it's hard, because you're like, why am I going to be faithful? I don't see anything yeah. happening. Kind of what's praying, it's like, why well, pray, God, because yeah. I haven't seen anything move, I don't yeah. want to do anything, and that was really hard for me. You know, yeah. I would, I would see things happen, things similar to what I wanted to do, and yeah. I would just get so sad. You know, and I think you understand, like, when you yeah. have a, a passion for something, and when people don't have a passion for something, they don't get, like, the heartbreak that comes with yeah. it. It's just something I can't really explain, but yeah. you know your heart. You're just like, God, this is hard. Yeah. See this right in front of me. Yeah. Um, but something that really helped me and um, that Christine Kane said, so in 20, I think it was in 2015, 2014, 2015, I was like, okay, God, this is a year. Mm-hmm. And I had everything written out. Yeah. And he was like, no, I think I really need you to go to this um, this recovery class at the Village Church. Because mm-hmm. there's some things, internal things, that you really need to deal with. And I was like, for real? <laughs> and so I, I was so upset. Yeah. You know? But something that Christine came said, she was just talking about the dark room. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I held on to. And I, I get it now. But she was like, the dark room is where God really refines us. Yeah. And we don't want to. If things are exposed too early, like when things are, you know, when it comes to taking a picture and mm. stuff, like you don't get to see the full capture of the photo. Yeah. Um, and, and that made me realize, like, you know what, God, there's a reason why you're not letting yeah. things happen. And as hard as it is in the moment, because yeah. we know our time frame, we're like, God, do it now. Yeah. God knows so much better. And he knows the things he's protecting us from. And so when I think about walking in purpose and the things that God wants us to do, the enemy is mad. Yeah. You know, there's going to, of course, be things attacked even when you start walking out. But I think when things are done before it's time, like, mm-hmm. I think that's worth it. You don't know the demons that are attached to, like, moving before yeah. this time. Yeah. You know, and so I would just say be faithful and just and be transparent. Yes, and, you know, yeah. tell God and your counselor, like, this sucks and it hurts. Yeah. But just be faithful and trust that God knows better than we do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so yeah. if we trust God as our Savior, we have to also trust Him as our Lord and yeah. know, like, there's the perfect timing for, for allowing things to happen when they do. Yeah. And I get it now, because there's some things that my character couldn't sustain, like, yeah. just keeping it real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, had it happened four years ago, yeah. I just, my character would have not have allowed it to sustain. Yeah. So, there's beauty in the dark room, there's a beauty in God's timing. Don't rush it, yeah. um, because there's things that God wants to do before He lets you walk, walk it out. Yeah. I love that. Man, that's good. The dark room. Ooh. I could send you, I'll send you the video. Like, yes, please, because ooh, that's so good. exposed before they're ready? Stop it. Like, <laughs> wow. I'm just... Because when you said dark room, I wasn't even thinking like a... And I used to do photography. Like, I took a photography class. And I love mm-hmm. going in the dark room and love seeing, like, the stuff. But it took time. Like, we had to pour those chemicals yeah. in it. And we had to have the right blend of chemicals to get the picture to come out right. And I remember one time mm-hmm. I had, like, there was too much gray in my photo. And um, my teacher was like, you know, you didn't put enough of this in it or whatever. But just understanding, like, there's so much there's so much that goes into it coming out the right way. And, again, tying back with what we were saying, like, when it's your turn, it doesn't matter how long you've been waiting. And, and that's Moving in God's timing, it just comes with so much peace. Because you're just yes. like, I don't care what comes up against me. Like, I know I'm supposed to do this. And like you said, your, yeah. your character is, is strengthened. And it's not like trials don't come. They do. Because I feel like sometimes people think, okay, I waited on God. So that means that everything's going to be perfect. No, boo. It's going to be right. Oh. But you're going to struggle with a smile because you know you're supposed to do it. Yes, exactly. Because I think, I think... I think about where I am now, mm-hmm. and there's been things against, you know, Justine Veiled, and uh, especially when we launched to, that was just another story with another stuff, like with mm-hmm. the whole photo shoot stuff, and just mm-hmm. act on end. Yeah. But I was like, this is what God, I, I know this, is, and I know there's doubt that comes, because yeah. the enemy comes in, but I was like, oh no, we we going to push through. Yeah. You know, you need people to say, remind you of what God said, yeah. um, and just put things through it, and I, I think that there's a difference when you know God has called you to something. Yes, it will be attacked, but you push through it because you're like, oh, uh-uh, 
Oh, you want to go to war? Let's mm-hmm. go to war. Let's but do I know what then. God has said. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yes, what you said. Amen. I love that. Okay. So these last questions are more so general questions that we ask everybody. Um, so what does it mean to you to be a black girl with purpose? Ooh, I love that. Um, a black girl with purpose. So I, I'm i Nigerian. And, yes. you know, sometimes it's easy to forget, like, oh, my God, I'm Nigerian. And what I'm doing is, like, it's also for my culture, mm, right? Like, yeah. I'm opening up another door for my for people yeah. in my culture um, that maybe they haven't seen before. Yeah. And, you know, I, being Nigerian, you know, we know the ins and outs of how, how our culture can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, sometimes the Nigerians, um, and this is my own thing I've struggled with, too, is that yeah. it can be so religious about yeah. certain things and not really understanding, like, who God is, right, mm-hmm. and understanding, like, it's so much more than going to church on Sunday, mm-hmm. and so, to me, walking in purpose, really, as someone who is a woman of color, as someone who's Nigerian, is, like, opening up the door for people to see, like, God is the one, like, our purpose begins and ends with God, yeah. right, so it's yeah. not something that we conjure up in and of ourselves, yeah. and I was reading Habakkuk 2, and I loved it because I think we, we say write the vision, make it plain. Yeah. But we don't go to the context of it. And so the vision was because they he was waiting on God mm-hmm. to move and to say something. And yeah. so the purpose and the vision was based on what God was saying. Yeah. And so to me, walking, walking in purpose as a woman of color, just as a woman in general, it really is answering what answering the call to what God has already said and yeah. walking in that. And I think with that comes that confidence and that peace yeah. and that just that knowing, like, God is the one leading this. Yeah. So I can literally trust his hand no yeah. matter what. Um, and so our purpose begins and ends with God. It's not yeah. something that we muster up in and of ourselves. And so to me, that's what it means to walk in purpose is knowing that God is my, God is my guide. Yeah. Awesome. What do you think the hardest part about walking in your purpose is? Uh, comparison. Real, real, <laughs> uh, real. Like, uh, I go to a new church at Shoreline, and uh, Shoreline City in Dallas, and the pastor Earl on one of their leadership, I guess it was like a live on Instagram, mm-hmm. and he was saying, stop basing your capacity on what someone else is doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said sometimes we're obsessed with numbers and wow, they're like they're doing a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you don't know the behind the scenes going on. And uh, he was just saying like, don't be so caught up in this external thing. Like, yeah. don't get caught up in that. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that's one of the biggest struggles is not basing my capacity on what other people are doing, yeah. but just saying, okay, God, this is what you have asked me to do in this season. This is how much I can handle. And I can be confident in what you said for me to do and not what someone else is doing. Um, So comparison is, it's just big, you know, and it's something that I fight all the time, you know. And sometimes you're like, oh, I'm having a good day. But then you see something pop up, you're like, dang, they're killing it. They have, oh my gosh. Now, Destiny, (laughs) that is so creepy because I literally have said that exact thing to people where I'm like, you haven't, you were like, oh, we out here, we getting it. Like, oh my gosh, this is the best day ever. And then you get on Instagram, you be like, well, you know, I thought it was a good day, but um, it seemed like they having a better day. So, yeah. and all of a sudden it's like the gratitude just goes right out the window. Mm-hmm. That's so real. That's crazy though. Cause I've literally said those exact words to people where it's like, you was having a good day until you got on Instagram and now you having a horrible day. Oh, I'm not killing it. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> right, even like, even like getting out of debt. You like, okay, I'm on my way. I'm making it. And then people are like, I just paid off a hundred thousand dollars in debt in two weeks. And you like, well, I guess I. Uh, I got ten dollars. Right. <laughs> I, I paid one fifty on my credit card bill, so uh, I'm almost there. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, that's funny. Um. This kind of ties in with what you said before, but what would you say to someone who doesn't know where to start to find their purpose? Start with that. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, so, what did I owe oh, Joanna? Was it Joanna Chick? I think it was Joanna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to find out what she said. But she said something like, um, 
try 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 different things. You never know like what that thing can lead you to. Yeah, and I will agree with that. Like I really do, just because sometimes we're like, okay, I, I need to just do this one thing. Yeah. But you know, I think it's good to like volunteer, or mm-hmm. if you see like, oh, well, I I, I like photography. Let me get a camera. Just, you mm-hmm. just never know what could come from that. Yeah, and just so trying new things. I'll yeah. be praying to the Lord. But I think it's also good to just get out there and do different things. Yeah. And so this is not, this may not necessarily be what's getting veiled in full, but uh, my brother is a professional photographer. Mm-hmm. And I've never cared about photography. I'm just like, that's mm-hmm. a great thing. This wasn't something that I ever thought about, yeah. you know. And then maybe it wasn't something I just thought that it wasn't, I couldn't do it because someone else was doing it. Yeah. And so for getting veiled, we, you know, we had a series, Who Do You Say That I Am?, and I just didn't want to pay people to, I just didn't have that money, yeah. you know, to do our photos and our videos, and I knew what I wanted to see. Yeah. So I just bought a camera, and I mm-hmm. told my friend, I said, do you think that I could do all this by myself, like, edit and, you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. obviously that was a lot, but mm-hmm. I still did it. Mm-hmm. And it just opened up the door that I never even thought of, like, mm-hmm. I've always loved, you know, videos and stuff, mm-hmm. and I've done, like, a little bit of editing, mm-hmm. but it just opened up this new door that I never even thought about, mm-hmm. that I actually am enjoying, mm-hmm. so, you know, that goes back to trying different things, yeah. being open, and you never know what that can lead you to, mm-hmm. and then even in Joanna's story, she wasn't a designer by by nature, she didn't mm-hmm. go to school for design at all, mm-hmm. she just helped do, you know, with her husband, help design homes, yeah. start with their first, their own home. And now look at her. Yeah. So I would just say, be open, try different things. You never know what being open can lead you to. Yeah. And I love that you keep referencing them because Chip and Joe are my friends. So I'm just like y'all. Really? Yes, I, I never even watched the show until this year. Really? I never After really it went off. <laughs> That's so funny. I know, like literally, and I think I read their story, and yeah. that just, I was like, oh my God, I've yeah. been so behind, but yeah. the story's incredible. Because I remember... I used to watch it and I just loved it because like my mom loves HGTV and I just love their interaction mm-hmm. with one another. And then I found out they were Christians. I said, wait a minute. Yes. Amy, but I was like, you know, the, you know, talk about like, I, I always think about when people say game recognize game. I always say spirit recognizes spirit. Cause I'm just like, I'm like, I knew I loved y'all. Like I felt like it was just a little bit more than just the uh, y'all are cute on TV. I was like, cause y'all, yeah. I love Jesus. And then, you know, that they're, I feel like even more now, it seems like I'm seeing even more, which I know I see a lot of stuff on your destiny unveil page, but just in general, I feel like their faith story is coming out even more now that they're not like necessarily as much in the spotlight, which is interesting. Isn't it? It is. I keep seeing that from everyone. I'm like, okay, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so only a few more questions. What are your, what's your go-to scripture when you find yourself needing encouragement? Go to scripture. It it really is trusting the Lord. Okay. Just because um, that's Proverbs what three, three and five, four, three, three and five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, trust the Lord all your heart mm-hmm. because I I get in my head a lot and I'm super emotional yeah. and you know I lean on my own understanding yeah. sometimes too much and so literally like even breaking down like I've had to break down and define what does it mean to trust God to mm-hmm. lean on. What does that really mean to trust him with everything? And what what does that mean to not lean on my own understanding? And so that literally is my my go to scripture because it reminds me, first of all, just trust him. You know, trust him with everything and to not lean on what you feel. You know, because what I can understand and feel doesn't necessarily mean that that's God, yeah. right? Um, and just because I feel a certain way or I'm overwhelmed by something doesn't mean that God is saying, oh, this isn't going to happen, yeah. right? So I feel like in, in all of life, it, it takes just trust in God um, and in your everything. Yeah. So that is definitely my go-to. Awesome. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our readers? So just like best piece of advice that you've gotten or something you thought of earlier, but you're like, well, that doesn't really go with the question. So um, I would just say to like, dream big yeah and I realized that I and and I sometimes that you see that you're like big oh my god but Mm -hmm. you know 
bigger in, the, in knowing that it's literally bigger than us. Yeah. And God can blow our minds, not just for ourselves, because I think it's, you can't enjoy the fruit of what mm-hmm. God's doing, and I think it's a good thing to enjoy. Yeah. But just knowing, like, literally, you can have this vision, right? And mm-hmm. God can say, oh, it's going to be a little bit bigger than what you thought, yeah. because it's going to take a, a, a new level of trusting in me versus trusting in what you could have thought of on your own. Yeah. Um, and so just to dream big and to literally... Let, let God lead your dreams. Like, let Him be the person who um, moves and how He wants to, and literally see how He can do something so much bigger than you could ever yeah. imagine on your own. Yeah. Um, so, dream big and literally let Him be the driver driver of your dreams. Um, what is the best way for our readers to connect with you? So you can connect with me, um, so more so like ministry, you mm-hmm. can connect, uh, Facebook is, I think it's backslash Destiny and Bill, okay. Instagram is Destiny and Bill, and then uh, our website is destinyandbill.org, okay. and then my personal Instagram is Capturing Destiny. Capturing Destiny? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... And then for women who, I mean, they can be in Dallas or not in Dallas, but what's the best way for our audience to support the work that you're doing? Um, yeah, so it probably mostly would be through the website. Okay. Mm-hmm. So sending in, like, donations or sending in stories or... Yeah, so it would be through the website and on there it's... It has like a donation button, okay. and then we also have a contact us button if, you, if they have any questions okay. or want to submit a story. Okay, uh, they can do it through there. Got it. Cool. Well, I'm excited. Um, and again, I thank you for your time, and I think we both thank been patient with each other. But I'm just like, yay. We got to talk. I know. And, this was um, so good. Yeah, it was it was a great way to start a Thursday morning. <laughs> yeah. Do you mind if I pray for you before we get off the phone? No, please do. Okay. Alrighty. Make sure, make sure I have this all good. Okay. Okie dokie. I am ready. Okay. Heavenly Father, Lord, we are just so thankful for you, thankful for the gift of life, we thank you God for another day, um, I'm just so thankful for Bree God and her vision and her mission God, I pray God that you will continue to overwhelm her with all that you have in store for her God, the Father yes, God, I pray that you give her peace in any area that anxiety has tried to rear its ugly head, yes, I pray Heavenly Father for her sweet baby and her family God and her husband, I know that they are both full time entrepreneurs. And her husband has had to take um, a part-time position. God, I just pray, God, that you'll guide him in that, Father yes, God, that you'll bring the resource and you will direct him to where exactly would be the best for the family at this time. Yes, but, God, I know that brings where the year with abundance. And we have about 24 days of this year, God. And while we know that you um, aren't don't work on our time, it's just so yes, amazing Lord. to see, God, um, her see more of that before the end of this year, Father God. And so I just pray, God, that she will hold fast to what you Black Girls with Purpose. With Purpose. Um, that it will be a year that has been unlike any year that she's seen before, yes, Father Lord. God. So I just thank you, God. I'm not sure the, uh, the scripture, but it, it talks about those who refresh others will be refreshed, God. And so I just mm. thank you refresh her, refresh her family, Father God, all the things you have in store. We love you so much, and I just pray that um, these words will fall on the ears that, that need to hear it, God. So yes, we love you. Thank you. I pray that you bless this day.
That's all for this week. Stay connected with the Black Girls of Purpose community by visiting our website at blackgirlsofpurpose.org join, following us on Instagram at blackgirlsofpurpose, and getting your copy of the Black Girls Guide to Living on Purpose at blackgirlsofpurpose.org shop or on amazon.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast, and make sure you do your best to live with intention because today could be your last. It's never that easy to choose purpose But I would die to my flesh, live a life of worship I'm really, really, really trying to make it into heaven I'm trying to him say two words like, well